I think I might have actually put in an intro this time. Wait, you have or you're you're going to? I think I might actually do it. Oh, okay. Good luck. There's only one way to tell. <laughs> Listeners, if you heard an intro before all that, <laughs> I did it. If not, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are back. And better than ever. And better than ever. Uh, this is episode, I'm so bad at remembering numbers, like. I have no idea. Episode eight. I think it's episode eight. We should get somebody to like fact check us, really. Like, this is separate from the episode thing, but we should get people to fact check us, actually, on stuff we're going to say. We need a manager. Mm, we really don't <laughs> at all. <laughs> we can't even pay them. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Probably episode eight. Probably episode something. Uh, of the Unbearable Creatives podcast with your host, Eric Bratcher, and Hannah McKern. That's her. Uh, yeah, we don't have a ton to talk about today. Actually, that's not true. We have a lot to talk about, but only a few things that y'all Once Halloween's about. over, we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah, November is going to be a big month uh, just for everything, for yeah, movies, <laughs> food. But just like the the things that come out during the holiday yeah, season. Yeah, a whole lot of movies, a whole lot of TV, a whole lot of streaming, video games, a lot of stuff is about to happen. But video games. Who's going to talk about video? Oh, games? when the new Pokémon game comes out, I'm going to talk about it. Um, and other stuff. Uh But yeah, so until then, you're stuck with us right now. <laughs> um and what we're going to talk about today. But first, Hannah really has been wanting to get some stuff off her chest about. I don't, don't make it sound like no. that. No, Hannah has sm- <laughs> the weekly. So you may you may not you may not read the descriptions every week for the things on the um, streaming services. So like on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, mm-hmm. I type up like the description mm-hmm. for the week or the the episode, and you may not read it, but if you did, you would see. <laughs> That every week I usually have some sort of Hannah has beef with or smoke <laughs> with. Or, not every week, but a lot of the episodes. That's funny. So this week on Hannah has smoke with, it is. It's okay. So I would say Waco drivers, but I think that it's honestly just like Texas drivers. True. Because like I, we were, if you've been listening, we recently went to North Carolina, and like. There's weird drivers there, but there's not nearly as many as Texas. Like people to do dumb stuff for sure in North Carolina, but not as much as Texas. No, Texas. And not, not as much I'm as sorry, but like Texas drivers, like I'm not gonna let myself go by, but I'm gonna take some pride in like I am like I'm a good driver comparatively to, to all of these idiots. Like, holy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Texas drivers are just not good. Like they're, they're it's not even that they're not like good drivers. It's that they're just like <laughs> they're just bad. They're just no, they're rude. Like you're jerk. <laughs> they're you, all jerks. And uh, like probably most if not all of the people listening are Texan drivers. If you're listening to this, odds are we're probably not even talking about you, really. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, really. Like a lot of our friends I feel like are really good. Like college kids for the most part in this co- in the college town where we live in, Waco. I feel like a lot of our friends are really good drivers for the most part. And yeah. it just sucks when people from who either aren't I from think here, when you're yeah. like like a a prideful like 
oh, I do that all the time. That's mm-hmm. when I get frustrated. Because, like, okay, so, like, I have a couple friends who have said, like, oh, yeah, I get on people's tail all the time when they're going slow. And, like, that bothers me. Just because, like, when you've driven with kids in your car, you know, and then, like... Like, I've driven with kids in my little car before, and, like, people were on my tail, and I was, like, and I, like, you understand, like, how insensitive that is when somebody says that, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, that, like, you're insensitive because you don't understand, like, Mm -hmm. having kids and, like, caring for their safety and, like, even my own, like. I mean, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, when you have kids in the car, that's really tough. Because I know I'm guilty of that too. Like, I definitely do kind of. I'm not a super aggressive driver, but I'm very confident, I think, when I drive. And so, like, a lot of decisions, a lot of decisions I make, I make quickly. Mm-hmm. And so, it's annoying to me, I think, when people aren't as good about that. Like, not, you're not thinking about. And I'm not being like intentionally rude to you as a driver like you're just bullying me you know yeah yeah. and like that's when i'm irritated especially when people are like yeah i do that all the time like, yeah i mean like yeah. that that just i actually get kind of upset about that because i'm just like you're not like that person in front of you could have like a baby in that's the true. car with him but that's not even really your issue with it right? like that's one thing but that that's is a, that's a big one for uh, me yeah. just because it's like like wow, you, can you be even more like care any more about yourself and like your yeah, driving? You true. know, like it's just arrogant to yeah. me, and so I don't like that. But the way but, I, I guess I was thinking of it was when you were ta- when we've talked about this, it's just like the number of times I think when and Waco is tough too because of all the construction that's going on. But just the number of times mm. people just like pull out in front of you and like it's just a real like a lot of really bad situations are you're being thrown into in part because of the construction but just also people just not like either paying attention or just like i don't know i don't know it's it's a lot of like getting cut off and just like i don't know i, I guess i can't think of any specific situations it's just a lot of just dumb things that happen and the impatience that people have now i probably sound like a slow driver you're not. I wouldn't say no. You're not a slow driver. I like. I go. I don't know. It just depends. Not dangerously. At I'm least. not a dangerous driver it's, though. It's annoying to me when people are like dangerously slow. I will say that because that dangerously that's dangerously slow. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm not dang- like a dangerous driver yeah, at all. Yeah, and that's what I meant when I said the confidence thing or the aggressive thing. Like, I'm never like a overly um, super aggressive. I just I like if I know if say we're going down a, a, a three lane highway or whatever. And I know I'm stuck behind someone who's probably going a bit slower than they should be, mm-hmm. like for the flow of traffic. I literally like it's a it's not going to take me a long time to think. Okay, I need to get around this person. I'm just going to do it, and like I'm not going to r- sit behind them forever. I just go around them. No, that's what you should do. Yeah, but don't get on their tail. For yeah, it. that just pisses me off. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's pretty much Texas. It's not just Waco. Waco's just bad right now because of the construction going on. Yeah. And all, that's another thing. The construction here is stupid. Yeah, they're going to be doing it for the next six years or something like that or whatever. I won't be here. No, <laughs> so. getting out of here as soon as possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, that, I mean, that's Hannah's beef with 
<laughs> Waco drivers. I think I think just, my thing with Texas drivers is Texas just driver. like the like insensitivity. Yeah, there's a lot of big trucks, a lot of overcompensating. And I mean, yeah, but of, like that's gonna happen. I mean, just like you're like bullying. No, I know that's and, what like, I'm saying. Being okay from, with that. Yeah, like, that's that what I'm saying. Me. It comes from a lot of. I mean, we have some friends like that. True, but not a lot. A lot of, like, uh, generally a lot of the college kids that we know don't no. fit that. A lot of them are good drivers, yeah. but. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that was Hannah's little rant. And in general, I think. Hannah's rant for the day. And I think in general, we've just both been kind of tired of people being rude. Like Lately, it just seemed like more irritating for me. Yeah. So, and know. it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> it might be you it's I don't their know. problem you never know it might be you it might be me. like no it might be yeah. partly me but also like the construction has been like creating it i think that too yeah more. true um okay so yeah and last week moving on uh last week we <laughs> talked about the uh whatever the the scientist guy who made the algorithm or or whatever it was called to another dumb thing Talk about something else Santa had to milk with. Uh, to talk about the most beautiful men in the world, yada, yada, yada. And I don't know if I made this clear enough, but I realized this when I was looking up the pictures for the Instagram post for last week for our podcast. It was Beyonce. And I realized I didn't make this clear at all. I have zero doubt in my mind that Beyonce could arguably be the most beautiful person on the face of the earth. Like... Looking at looking at pictures of her, it's it's a lot of fun because, good lord, like she's just different from anybody. Like the way she looks is just on another level, in my opinion. Nobody can compare. You can't compare people to Beyonce. Yeah, and you said that, and I was trying to like be compelling by you know playing devil's advocate, I guess. But she is <laughs> insane. Like, yeah, just on another level. Um, but yeah, that's all I was going to say about that. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> Newsflash, Eric thinks Beyonce is, in fact, beautiful. <laughs> if you ever doubted it in your mind that Eric had a brain, like, there it is. Um, but yeah, she's great. And Bella Hadid is super beautiful, too. But yeah, it's whatever. We should stop. We should, Really, we should stop doing that, though. I think it's people, like, defining people by their physical features. And we're guilty of it, too. But I just think it's annoying. And it's something that... That's something that needs to be left in the past. Yeah. I think it's dumb that there's a list, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And it's And that it's, Taylor Swift is like what fit. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about the rest of the, Oh, so we looked we for whatever reason we didn't see the rest of the list. Like I think the top four that we talked about yesterday were uh Bill Hadid, Beyonce, Amber Heard, and there was someone else. I'm gonna make sure I look it up this time to make sure I get it right. But we were we were laughing I don't know, about Taylor it. Swift was like above so many people. Yeah, maybe it was Taylor Swift that was four. But looking at the rest of the lit, no, 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 it was Ariana Grande. We didn't talk about Taylor Swift last week because we oh. didn't know Ariana Grande's pretty. Like she could, she's definitely above Taylor Swift. Yeah, um, and she was on the list, but the rest of the list was really interesting to me once I like looked at it after the podcast last week. Um. And shout out to my friend Nick, the guy that we talked about a few episodes getting married, who was roasting me on the Instagram post last week when he was He's like, like <laughs> everybody's just waiting for Eric to get canceled. Well, that, but also who he, when he was like, whoever thought 
discussing uh discussing physical features or on a on a audio medium or whatever it was he said last week mm. <laughs> it was a galaxy brain idea i thought that was hilarious whatever um biggest uh, fan he actually is like <laughs> he is i love him yeah he actually is so um yeah so shout out to him yeah. i want i hope he's uh, just hope he only has good things in his life right now you know you work your phone like an old man i do work my phone like an old man <laughs> he uses one finger <laughs> <laughs> scrolls with one finger ah i'm trying to find a list uh, okay so i found the list and <laughs> so we had said we had just gone through the first four which was Bella Hadid, Beyonce, Amber Heard, and Ariana Grande. We didn't know. The rest of the list said Taylor Swift, which Hannah has a huge problem with. Kate Moss, Scarlett Johansson, Natalie Portman, Katy Perry, and Cara Delevingne. Yeah, Cara Delevingne. Um, Hannah hates Taylor Swift, and seeing that was just kind of the icing on the on the cake. Say hate. Hannah really hates Taylor Swift. That's some. That's something else. Hannah has a lot of problems with a lot of people, but Taylor Swift might be at the top of the list. I just, I don't see the point in it. I don't really see how she could be. Yeah, she, she's great. I like, I mean, I don't have a problem or anything with her. I just, I think she she makes really good music, in my opinion. But There's like literally no diversity in this list besides Beyonce. Yeah, we talked about it last week, but yeah, it's 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 just funny. Hannah, Hannah had a lot of problems with it. And honestly, it's, it is what it is. People are going to be people, but um. But yeah, I just wanted to go back and say that. Shout out to Nick. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Taylor Swift and Beyonce. And Bella if they what? listen to this, I don't know why they'd be wasting their time. But <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anywho, uh, on to the next thing. Um. So yeah, if you haven't heard, if you've been living under a rock, uh, the great legendary Kanye West released an album, finally, mm-hmm. after postponing it and stuff. Uh, we're not really going to talk about the album, like the content of the album too much. We're just going to talk about what... Because if we do, you'll be here all day. Yeah, true. Um, so. But I I just think... So first thoughts, I... Actually, we both listened to it once in the car, and then we actually heard it in a coffee shop. <laughs> Which is funny. Like we And we literally weren't even at the, pl- the coffee shop that long. This place called Common Grounds in Waco, which is really good, but... Um, we weren't even there that long, but the album's so short. It's like 20 minutes or 27 minutes. That they, they played it, and then they like played a lot of his old stuff. After. No, they played... Well, so I think they had it on like Spotify or something, and it just went to mm. the next thing. That, oh. Like one of his old songs. So it's like, these are like older. Yeah. But um, yeah, we listened to it in there, and then I listened to it once today, uh, the day we were recording this. And I mean, it's a good album. I think like it's fine if we're just talking about like musically. Uh, there's some pretty decent songs. Um, actually, I'm gonna pull that up real fast too. I have that right on hand, so it won't be a long time. But we're not really like wanting to get into like what we think of the album necessarily, just in itself. I think more. I think what I'm more interested in talking about is. I don't even know what to call it. I guess is just the intentions of it i don't even know if i want to say intentions because i think that's a that's a kind of scary way to think about it. it's really hard to talk about this because like both being christians like you don't want to seem like you're like judging kanye as a person 
Um, and you can't say anything bad about it. Like you can't no. say anything bad about it. And him like you, out. we can tell he has good intentions for yeah. it. But we also can tell that he doesn't. <laughs> no, I mean, so. I think it's just so nuanced. I think there's so much, there's so many layers to it that makes it difficult to talk about. So for one, yeah. I think just, okay. So songs that I liked off of it, Follow God, uh, On God. Uh, I liked the, we both liked the Ty Dolla Sign one. The Everything We Need mm-hmm. is really good. There's a couple of really good songs on it, I think. But I think... What makes it difficult is uh, I think you just never know why he does anything. And I haven't listened to the entire, he also released an interview with, I believe Zane Lowe uh, on Apple music. And it's like three hours long. It's way too long. And I haven't had the chance to listen to all of it yet, but there's, there's segments of it where he's talking about his journey and his, his walk, um, his, his faith journey. And there's segments of it where he's talking about becoming president. Like I've seen, I've seen clips of everything, like just a whole lot of stuff. And I think it's really interesting that people, especially Christians are pushing it as hard as like are behind it as hard as they are. Um, It's not surprising to me at all that like all of our friends uh, from church and stuff are like super hype about it. But I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting the things that he's kind of, had to say about it in combination with thinking about like his Sunday services that he puts on and all the things that are surrounding it. I I wonder what his real true intentions are behind it. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't want to question it, I just wonder what you want to believe that it's all good intentions. I want to believe that it, 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 he just wants people to um, follow his journey and see what he's kind of been going through and see how, like the redemption, in the redemption it. of it, how God's glory can be seen through him. I, I yeah. want to see, like, I want people to be brought to Jesus through that. Like, that's the number one thing, in my opinion. But if you look at it deeply, deeply, it does seem. Yeah, if we're talking about like wh- the money side of it, the financial ends of it, like, obviously, artists are going to be trying to make money regardless. Like, mm-hmm. that's not even. I a mean, question. like, yeah. You're, people do that yeah you're you're essentially he's doing his career he's it's his career yeah. you're doing you are a business like i'm never gonna fault a business for trying to make money um but i i don't love it when there's real life ramifications to the things that businesses do to try and make money that's my only issue mm-hmm. and so yeah i don't know this is probably sounding like nonsense like it probably sounds like we we're just rambling no you make sense you make sense but i just I don't like, I don't like when people try to give people a false sense of their faith or anything in the hopes of making money. Like I don't, I don't want anybody to use use their faith as a means of being disingenuous and trying to see a financial end because of that. And I'm not saying Kanye's doing that. I'm sure he's gone through a lot. I know he has battled everything from mental illness to literal physical threats of this world like i i i'm not trying to discount his experience at all um i think as a christian well i was reading a blog by um one of the youth pastors at our old church yes and um i think he explains it well especially as like being a christian it's really easy to like 
analyze it and like analyze especially if you've been a Kanye fan for like like a long time yeah no don't and don't get it twisted like he said a lot of crazy stuff but like I came out the womb listening to Kanye like yeah not quite but like and like you know as I don't know the way that he explains it I just feel like is the way that we should look at it. Yeah. So he said that he stopped listening to Kanye a while back whenever he like gave his um, life to the Lord and like was going to like live that relationship out with God. Um, and it was really easy for him to judge Kanye, mm-hmm. uh, especially with this new album coming out. And like he was like kind of done listening to Kanye because like he just realized some things and um after watching the interview the very very long interview he like heard Kanye and like his heart for what he's doing and though he's not perfect like he's definitely like genuine and and like wanting to know the Lord and like in this music and um, just the things that he said, it wasn't like for show, you know, like yeah. it was real. And that, and again, coming back to the interview, we have not watched it. We haven't seen anything of it outside of just we've seen like highlights, segmented but... clips, but we, we have not watched it. So we're not going to act like, you know, we understand that. Like mm-hmm. we don't understand his heart fully, be, Kanye's heart for it fully because we haven't seen that. But as like, the, like reading this blog and like knowing it's written by someone that Eric and I fully respect. He like ended it with like welcome to the family Kanye, like so glad to see that you're pursuing your faith as strongly. Yeah, as you are. and wanting to be a part of, you know, this like relationship with God and like Yeah. That's like that's I think that was the perfect way of saying like as a Christian this is where we need to be and like we need to trust that like if Kanye wants our relationship with the Lord like then he's going to pursue that. And it really did look like that in the interview. And yeah. so, and I mean, yeah, we'll probably watch it this week um, to make sure that we're like fully understanding it. But I just, I'm hoping it's not, I'm hoping that the cynical side of, of, of myself and the, the more pessimistic side of it, I hope that's not the reality of whatever it is. And like, there's plenty of conspiracies that Hannah and I have talked about as far as like Kanye We're big conspiracy theorists. People. Yeah. yeah. Uh, about Kanye. And in the interview, I have seen like he, he talks about wanting to be president. And there's a lot of stuff that we could try and, you know, talk about in terms of what this album has to do with that and the Chick fil A line. And I, it's just, it's a lot of really, really just yeah. nasty Eric stuff that I don't want to talk about. deeply into this. Yeah. And so, honestly, we need to find like, our place in like we need more clarity on our place in it because like yeah i don't know it's really complicated the ramifications for what some of the stuff we're juggling around in our heads i think are just way bigger than just like an album Mm -hmm. and so like yeah i don't know i don't want to get too far into it it's it's a lot of nasty stuff and in my head that i think could potentially be linked to this mm-hmm. but i don't want to get into that because it's, it's we want to be- like sad. like you keep saying we want to believe <laughs> and i want to believe just, the best and it's not it's it, that he really wants to do this and he really wants to like 
pursue that relationship with Christ. Yeah. And so. Yeah. So that's that. Sorry if it's rambling. I apologize, but more is left to be seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope. It, I I really do hope it's it's all for the best. And at the end of the day, I mean, the Lord's going to do whatever He needs to do with Kanye and all of that. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. I'm really excited about this next topic, y'all. I don't know why. Are you? I don't know. I am. Okay. Well, so the next topic. <laughs> I don't know why Hannah's excited because she didn't really like the movie, but I. Well, okay. I'm just gonna tell them. Okay. So We're last week. To- so last week. Sorry, I'm sorry, not to cut you off. So last week we ended everything by saying we're going to see Joker, uh-huh. and I did not expect to want to talk about it on the podcast. We were super late; like we probably saw it a week and a half or so after everybody Which else. Which is not typical for it's us. It's not normal at all. But we just, it just we were out of town when it came out. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so we saw it last week. I loved it. I'll let you go ahead and say whatever you want to say. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I first we saw it at night. Which okay, if <laughs> it's not a good I'm idea. Ju- if, I'm just I'm just trying to think of like okay. So the reason that it spooked me a spook, little bit spooky is because when it comes to mental health, like like when you live with mental health like issues, I I kind of struggle with it because it's like these are real things that people kind of go through, you know. Mm-hmm. And this movie really did touch on, like, it was fully mental health. And so there's just things about, you know, mental health that kind of, like, and they're real. And I know that, and that's kind of why it spooks me a little bit. Because it's, like, people really do, like, live this way. It's very real. Yeah. yeah. And, like, when it it's real, it's just, like hard to wrap my head around it or maybe it's too easy and that's why it's like, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's really not, it's not the best, but it's just like when it's so realistic, that's when I'm like, Ooh, that's like kind of yeah. creepy to me. You and know? so walking out of it, you didn't really like it. You weren't in love No, yeah, it. I didn't like it because I didn't like the way that like it sat with me after. Yeah. But it's so great how God works because God, like, really did show me through other people talking about it and, like, psychologists talking about it and the director talking about it, like, how it's okay that people go through these things and, like, why these things happen and, like, putting research into it. It was bad because I went into it not knowing what this, like, was that the Joker was going through and, like how he put action into his mental health and like that's what freaked me out but like seeing that like actually people actually go through this and why they go through it it like gave me peace Mm -hmm. about it yeah um so just to kind of talk about it a little bit like into the details of the movie Mm -hmm. um spoiler alert if we say anything crazy like that happens like you should have seen it by now honestly (laughs) If we saw it, if we saw it this late and we we're spoiling it for you, you really didn't want to see it. Okay, so um, in the movie, essentially, you wouldn't even really know that it was about the Batman villain Joker if it weren't called Joker. A, a lot of it you wouldn't know until like you wouldn't know it was about the Joker um, until probably about the end. If you didn't know, like it's like the middle. 
Uh, because he he introduces you do see bat you do see Bruce Wayne. That's true. As a kid, he's a kid. Yeah, a child. Bruce Wayne and Thomas Wayne is like the um kind of Thomas Wayne is kind of portrayed like Donald Trump a little bit. Oh, I didn't think about that. I think they did that on purpose. Yeah, I I think he is kind of like. So yeah, okay. That makes sense. Right. So okay. So. Again, I, I feel like we just ramble on the podcast for forty minutes and then say goodbye. Uh, but no, so the point of the movie through a lot of it, you see um, Arthur, whatever his last name is. Um, he's a he's a street clown. Like he kind of perf- does these little performances and it does advertising for companies for this agency. Um, and you just see his life is really tough. Like it's it's kind of bad. Like you see it in the trailer as well, where he kind of gets. He's like mugged over. Like he's bullied his whole life. He's bullied his whole life. He's mugged while he's working. Like these kids like throw like the one of those giant signs that he twirls. Like these kids like beat him over the head with it. Um and like life is just not good for him. He's taking care of his mother. Um and it is Who also struggles with Who also struggles with mental health issues that you kind of Yeah, I wish we knew the names for these, um, but they're very Yeah. Yeah, he, um, the Joker, Arthur, he has like, uh, so in the, obviously in the comics and in all Batman lore, you see that the Joker has his iconic laugh. And I love the way they did that in this story where it makes it clear. Do you remember the name of it? The disease? No, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. But the, um, in the story, they make it clear it's like a mental health thing like he, he can't really control like they gave the him a card to give people when he starts like, yeah uncontrollably laughing yeah it's just it's a, it's a pathological thing like it the disease is basically code for pathological laughter laughing mm-hmm. um and so that that in itself gets him into trouble at some point and sort of in the main sort of rising action of the movie he um is on the subway and these guys are like harassing this girl it's only these three guys the joker and this woman and these like three businessmen who are like real important or whatever they work for Thomas they, Wayne. These boys, oh, oh, they look like college students. Well, they work for Thomas Wayne. Oh, okay. that was why Thomas Wayne was so involved with it. He was like, kind of bashing the Joker and all the poor people, pretty much. But so, um. the Joker's on the subway with these men and this woman, and the men are like harassing this woman, like catcalling her, or whatever. And the Joker is trying to stay out of it. Like, he doesn't even want the trouble. He just, he's laughing because he's, like, probably because he's nervous. Well, yeah, it the laughter comes from, like, being uncomfortable or, like, awkward situations. Or, like, he does it when, like, he get like, say he got in trouble. Or, like, there's this lady that yelled at him, like, don't talk to my son. And, like, he just starts laughing. Yeah, like, and he, he hands her and, like, the card. And, like, choking, yeah. Yeah, and that's a big And he thing hands too. her the card saying, like, so that it explains, but she's still, like, not having she's it. Sketched. Yeah, and um, so, yeah, that's where the laughter comes from. Yeah, but. and so he's on the subway. He's, like, uncomfortable, clearly, and these men kind of take their attention off the woman and obviously on the laughing clown, which... It's crazy to me. Like if I see a clown on the subway and laughing, I'm, I'm laughing, I'm far uh, away. From I'm it. just getting off the subway. Like <laughs> I don't want the trouble at all. But these three guys, big bad, rich folk, whatever, bourgeoisie, uh, these dudes who work for Thomas Wayne and Wayne Enterprises and stuff, they go to and harass him and like start like trying to beat him up. And early in the movie, one of his friends gives him a gun <laughs> to defend That's himself super with. Super smart. I mean. Just kidding. Again, there's something in there about 
mental health and giving people arming the mentally um, ill and letting them get weaponry. I'm sure the movie tried to throw a little bit of that in there too. As oh, wow. relevant this as that is, was very clever. I wow. Yeah, I'm sure that wasn't. I, I'm sure that was not an accident. Um, wow. But yeah, so he has his gun, and literally in a second, just all three of those guys are dead, and it becomes this whole like uh, national, not national, local scandal. Uh, for the city of Gotham, and it's just like Thomas Wayne again. He's kind of seen as this elite, just you know, higher than everybody else figure, and he he uses his wealth and power to speak down, obviously on the Joker who killed those men, and rightfully so. He should be like apprehended, obviously, and taken into jail and stuff. But the way he, the way that Thomas Wayne speaks about people who are poor and the, the like, the way that they're like less than human to him, essentially, it, it doesn't sit well with the people of Gotham, as it shouldn't, um, because they're obviously they're like the ninety nine percent essentially in the whole uh, city is poor basically, mm-hmm. and Thomas Wayne and his friends are all like the one percent, and so he talks down on them, and it just doesn't sit well with most of the people, even though there was a crime and a murder committed. Uh, it doesn't sit well with the people in the, in the town. And you kind of see that bubbling throughout the movie, this sort of unrest between the rich and the poor, kind of, which I'm sure, again, is not an accident with how mm-hmm. things are actually in America today. Um, but, yeah, so the Joker is like, doesn't get caught somehow. <laughs> and the police are like asking him questions, asking Arthur questions like here and there, but they don't really know if he did it. Um, and yeah, it just, it, it, it just, it all just kind of speaks to the lack of care that a society can have for people who are mentally ill and just kind of can try and pass them on to the next person and not really try and deal with the issue for a lot of them. But it also just kind of, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it, it, there was, it was, there was, it was such a deep movie. There were so many things that kind of. I think the point of the movie is, well, it's mental health, 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 health awareness. That's the main um, thing. That's the, main the number thing. one thing for sure. But also just like these people are being looked over so much. Like I was just thinking this. Um, like obviously in at the end of the movie, they take him to jail, right? He's murdering everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it's like this happens like in our world here. Like, you know, these mass gun shootings are happening and like these these people are going to jail but it's like this is an actual like health issue so what are we doing to like what are we doing practically to help to help them because it's like like if this is like one mental like if if all these people are living with this mental health issue um they're like all of them are seeing this happening they're like okay well obviously they're they want to do it or something, you know, like, like if they're seeing it happening, like it's just going to keep happening because like you see it, you see, it's like they're reflecting it. Like you see it, you do it, you see it, you do it, that kind of thing. So it's just going to keep happening. Right. Yeah. So what are we like, instead of just taking them to jail, like it's a sickness that they're living with. Right. Because this like kind of sickness comes from trauma and like sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Or it's genetic. Yeah, yeah, it's genetic or it, it it's 
from trauma. And so, like, I don't, uh, that's the thing. I don't know if it's something that you can help. Like, yeah, I don't know. We're not even like the ones that really like try and necessarily solve it. But yeah, I, I just, I think it, it speaks a lot to those issues, you know? And yeah. we're, we're not going to probably come up with a solution here today, but uh, it, I just really enjoy no, I don't it. expect to come up with a solution. I'm just saying, like, that's what the movie's saying. Yeah. Like, there's no, yeah. like, they're not trying to help him. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, and they're, no one here's trying to help these people. Like, yeah, not really. It's like, so. yeah, there's a point where he, uh, the Joker gets on to this late night talk show uh, with, uh, Robert De Niro plays him. I don't know the character's name, but mm-hmm. he gets on the talk show with um, this host, and Robert De, Niro, De Niro's character brought him on essentially to make fun of him, basically. Because uh, he's a, a comedian. Yeah, because the Joker's a comedian, and he had this really bad act. Where he starts laughing in the middle. Where of he starts it laughing. Because, yeah. Because, yeah. And Robert De Niro brings him on because he's like, "Oh, this seems funny. Uh, you know, we can get we can make a bit we can make a bit out of this. Like, you know, whatever jokes." And he brings him on, and essentially the Joker and him kind of have this confrontation, and the, and the Joker went there to kill him too, also. <laughs> but they have this conversation, this confrontation, and the Joker's like, "You would not have cared if those three men were poor. Like, you wouldn't have. If I was dead on the street, you would have just stepped over me, and you wouldn't have cared. And like, it's a weird, it's a weird place to be." You kind of felt this with Black Panther, if you've seen Black Panther, I'm sure. But it's a weird place to be when the villain starts to make sense. <laughs> like, the, the argument he's making starts to make sense. That's scary, too. Yeah, because he's like, literally, the peop- the poor people in this city are having trash just left out in front of their houses. And, like, they're living in these awful places and no one cares. But when three, like, three super rich dudes, the whole you know, everybody, every rich person is super interested days. and you hear about it forever. And it's a whole like news story. But if it were me, you wouldn't have cared. And I think that's a fair argument for him to make. It was pretty obvious throughout the whole movie that that was taking place. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then he kills Robert De Niro and uh, the movie kind of ends with this giant riot again with all of these lower class people taking on the the mask of the the clown mask and stuff mm-hmm. and just acting like crazy essentially and just destroying the city um this is where you sort of see bruce wayne's parents get killed in sort of the classic fashion um the, the mugger you know shooting thomas wayne and taking the mother's pearls and killing her and leaving bruce there just to figure it out and obviously become batman eventually but uh, yeah, it, it it just I think it was so such a cool way to tell the black the backstory of such an iconic character, while also bringing to light obviously a really serious issue that we also deal with in our world today. So I, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was not a well lot made. Left it to was really well made, it. and it touched on something that nobody talks about today. Yeah, or nobody makes or people are talking about it more, but. People don't necessarily want to actually But not tackle. as much as, like, other social, True. like, issues. Like, yeah. no one... And, it, like, it really brought to light, like, to the light of, like, mental health and how we look at it. Yeah. Like, how we look at that disease, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, like, how we shouldn't be looking at it. Right. 
you know, so. Yeah, there was a lot of really cool stuff. Um, yeah, I think that was that was the bulk of it. Uh, it's really... Um, it messes with your mind a, a little bit, too. The, the, see, that's what I don't like. Yeah, you kind of see... I don't like that. You see things th- through his eyes a little bit, and you see he's hallucinating a lot. and Like, you kind of understand his, like, inner thoughts, which is just... <laughs> yeah, there's this woman he meets uh, early in the movie, and... It seems like they formed a relationship, like a romantic relationship. But they didn't. <laughs> but at the end, you see, she was never there. Like, he he did actually meet her, but he shows up at her house at the end before you realize she was, like, not actually with she him. She didn't really know him. She, like, got scared and was like, "What? who are you? Like, why are you here? I actually shut my eyes at that part, so I don't really know what happened. He was sitting but... in her living room with the TV on in the dark, and she comes in, and she's scared, obviously. And it's implied that he probably killed her, too. And mm. yeah, she's like, what? And you kind of, and then they kind of backtrack and see all the scenes that she was in were actually fake and she wasn't really there. And he was imagining that she was there. How so. did he kill her? Pretty sure he had the gun. Cause at, throughout the whole movie, he's like pointing like, you remember at the beginning where yeah, she's. That's freaky. Yeah, that's freaking, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he probably did kill her. Yes. Um, and yeah, there's a couple of scenes like that where you just realize it, it didn't really happen the way it, you kind of thought it did he's a really unreliable narrator which i love when movies do that when you see the movie from a a character's point of view but it doesn't actually happen that way fight club does that a lot um trying to think what else uh fight club's probably the number one movie for that but when you see a movie through a a character's eyes Mm -hmm. and at the end they kind of reveal oh this was not at all how this happened and oh you know what movie did that Hmm. um 40-something meters down. 40 meters down. Oh, yeah. 48 meters down, the shark movie. Down, yeah. <laughs> Let's never talk about that movie. No, that movie, was, that was good. That it has a good, good ending. Yeah. 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 That's, that's uh, yeah, in a brief way, that movie did it too. Um, but yeah, no, the Joker was really good. Again, we ramble sometimes. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, really, really deep movie. A lot, of, a lot of themes that it played with. You should definitely see it if you haven't seen it. And... Yeah, I think that is all the time we have. I'm pretty sure we've talked about everything. We were going to talk about our favorite uh, Disney Halloween movies today, but then we decided those movies are really bad <laughs> upon trying to... They're not bad. We just nah, they're when when we saw them as a kid, bad. they were better. They are bad quality. <laughs> but Twitches, I would say, stands the test of time. Uh, Smart House. <laughs> Definitely want to watch Smart House. Hannah Loves Halloween Town trying to think hocus pocus is probably good hocus pocus is like the one you have to say because everybody likes how yeah it's actually scary legitimately uh my uh mother what is it mom's on a date with a vampire <laughs> something like that i don't know i don't remember that one. those were what we were going to talk about probably but uh yeah no, no there's yeah. more hotel transylvania y'all not sleep a Disney on that movie, though it's not no oh. i think it's dreamworks well that's a good one y'all need to see those hotel transylvania yes don't sleep on them they're good also another one that we just saw um i don't know it's not disney no it too no ew um oh the adams family oh adams family was good yeah that was another movie it's not disney but yeah it's a good one yeah it's really clever um but yeah so that's what we were gonna say luckily we were able to fill our time talking about a whole bunch of controversial stuff like faith and uh, gun laws and mental health 
yeah, I know I said this isn't going to be a super like sad podcast, but this one was kind of tough. Like this one was kind of. It's October. I feel like October is one of those months. Yeah, just dark. You know? Yeah. 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 But it is what it is. Go see Joker. Go see all those Disney Channel movies. Um, we are probably going to wrap it up here. Follow us on Instagram at The Unbearable Creatives. Follow us on Twitter, The Unbearable C1, what I always say, you know. Um, I'm going to hopefully put a theme song at the beginning of this. I actually feel like I'm going to do it, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, all that stuff said, please do follow us on all stuff. Um, and we will see you later. This has been the unbearable creatives with Eric and Hannah and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.